Welcome to Beside the Burn for Monday the 9th of January. We're into our second week working through uh, the Gospel of Matthew. We're looking at Jesus and we're coming to realise that Matthew wants us to understand that Jesus is the King and he is a King that is coming into his kingdom. Today we're going to read from Matthew 4 verses 12 to 25 And we're going to uh, have three little parts of the story all brought together. Uh, Jesus beginning his preaching ministry, Jesus calling his first disciples, and then also the report of Jesus healing for the first time. And we find that uh, not just uh, one or two people are healed, but lots and lots of people. In fact, everyone that comes to him, he heals. So let's read together uh, from Matthew 4, uh, beginning at verse 12, and then we're going to uh, look at some of the ideas that come out of the passage. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light, and those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria and people brought to him all who were ill and various diseases those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures and the paralysed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. Amen. Once again, you'll have noticed as we were reading there in verse 23, there's talk of the kingdom where Jesus was teaching in the synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and reminding us that Jesus, the king, is coming into his kingdom in all that's taking place here. So what's the big light bulb moment? What is it that shines through in this passage as I read it? Well, the bit that shone through for me was in verse 16, where Jesus begins to preach. Once again, he is fulfilling the words of the prophet in the Old Testament. 
This time he's fulfilling the words of the prophet Isaiah. The people living in darkness have seen a great light and those uh, living in the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And Jesus as king calls for repentance because the kingdom of heaven has come near. And Jesus is calling out for all those who are living in darkness to come to the light and to allow their lives to be lit up by the light so that sin is clearly shown and that sin can then be repented of. Jesus then comes and he calls his first disciples and he begins to heal multitudes. And in that way, he is reversing the progress of sin. Because he's calling people to himself. He's calling people into the light, out of the darkness. And that wonderful picture of the people living in darkness, seeing a light, really describes who Jesus is and what Jesus is doing. Because we look around the world and we can see darkness. But then we realise that whenever Jesus is brought into a situation, we were thinking last week of John the Baptist preparing a straight path for Jesus, Jesus comes and brings light. So then whenever we think about the cross and, and where we find it in this passage, well, Jesus has a ministry of repentance and he's calling people to repent. Jesus condemns sin, but he is always offering a way out of sin. He's saying, look, if you repent of this sin, if you turn away from this sin, then there is hope, there's forgiveness. And he's calling his disciples, and the task that he calls them to is to be fishers of people. They're to go and seek people and bring them to salvation. And Jesus healed many, reversing the effects of sin. So the cross is in each part of the story, even though it's to come at the end of the gospel. So so what? Uh, if we take our arrow and we say, how does this apply to our lives? Well, first of all, with regards to sin, we realise that sin has to be repented from in this passage. And Maybe not one specific sin is pointed out here, but all sin is to be repented. We have the promise that there is good news in the kingdom of God. And Jesus is preaching that good news and he's telling people about the good news. This good news is hope. And he's taking people out of the darkness and showing them that there is light and encouraging people to go to the light. The example that we have to follow is of the disciples. They are called by Jesus to follow him and they leave whatever they're doing and they set off to follow him. He calls them to fish, to go and to uh, call others uh, to Jesus. And that's an example for us to follow, to, to listen to that call from Jesus and then to go and seek others. We may assume that it's only for a few Christians to go and to be fishers of people. But that's not the case. Each one of us, that is the task that we are given in our lives. And the command that's issued here is to come and follow Jesus. Jesus says to those uh, first disciples, come follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. And they answer that call and they respond to it. 
And then what knowledge do we have of God here? Well, we have the knowledge that Jesus is the light in a world of darkness. So what can we tell people about this passage and about what we've heard? Well, we can tell people that Jesus changes everything. He brings light. He brings healing. He changes our our purpose in life because now we're to start fishing for others rather than just living our lives. We're to think of others and their needs for him. So salvation is explained in so many ways in this passage. We've got the idea of light in the darkness. We've got the shadow of death and the light shining into that shadow. And whenever light comes, it removes the shadows. So death is being dealt with here. And there is such a a clear call to repentance, to allow Jesus to catch us, as it were, And then for us to go and to tell others about this potential catching of Jesus. That he will take us and he will be with us. Our faith is not something to be kept quiet. We're to go out as fishermen with the purpose of telling others about Jesus and drawing them to him. And Jesus here we see is a healer. We see that Jesus is the light We see that Jesus is bringing his kingdom to others throughout this passage. And Jesus is able to deal with all these problems of sin and he is able to bring us all together in him. We work best whenever we are able to do our work for Jesus each day, whatever that involves. These fishermen left what they were doing to go and to serve Jesus Jesus may be calling us to leave things down so that we can serve him. He may be calling us to serve him right where we are. And what we realise here is that repentance is essential for every single person, not just something that's done in the past, but continually every day of our lives. If we think that we've got nothing to repent of, then we've misunderstood what sin is. There is always sin that we repent. And maybe we consider, well, if I could just sort out this one big sin and repent of that and not sin again, then everything would be okay. But often what we find is that then we that uncovers other sins in our lives. And this is a continual process day by day. So we have a message of hope to share with the world. So let's pray together and ask God to help us. Lord God, we thank you that you call us to follow your son, Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, we pray that today we might hear that calling and that we might be ready to follow Jesus and to become fishers of people. Help us, Lord, to trust you. Help us to follow. Help us, Lord, to respond to the gospel. Lord, help us to repent of our sin. Just to take a few moments today and to consider what sins are keeping us away from you. What sins are forming the obstacles in our lives to stop us being in your presence. And Lord, as we repent of that sin, we pray that you would forgive us and that we would know your mercy. For Lord, we ask these things today in Jesus' name. Amen.